Sports Talk New York with your hosts, Mark Rosenman and A.J. Carter. Sports Talk New York is a Players Point production. It's sponsored by Prince Associates, the company you can trust for all your insurance needs, and the law firm of Decalator Cohen in DePrisco, specialist in line-of-duty accidents. Here are your hosts, Mark and AJ. And for those people that are watching us now, our next guest ranked second on the Wild Club in points and goals as among the top AHL rookies in points with 16 goals, 24 assists for 40 points in 47 games. 21-year-old native of Quebec, he signed an AHL contract with the Well June 23, 2011 on recommendation by Dean Stork, coach of the ECHL Greenville Road Warriors, joining former Rampart teammates Ryan Bork and Kelsey Tessier in the Rangers organization. During his four-year career with, the, with Quebec, he totaled 98 goals, 141 assists, for 239 points in 254 games. It's our pleasure to welcome into Sports Talk New York, Jonathan Audi-Marsault. How you doing, Jonathan? Hi, I'm doing good, and you? Very good. Let's talk a little bit about your junior career first. Uh, and you played under a very fiery head coach by the name of Patrick Roy. What was playing under him like? Uh, obviously, it was uh, the beginning, and I was really impressed. Uh, I mean, uh, when I was young and I was going in the goalies when I was playing the street. I was, say, I was taking for, I was like doing M. Patrick Ryan and stuff like that, so it was a, <laughs> was a real privilege uh, for playing for him, and uh, I think he was a really good coach. Uh, the best quality I could give him, he's uh, the most passionate guy about all I ever saw. So it was a, it was a good uh, a good step in my life, uh, being uh, with this uh, guy, and uh, I mean, I don't regret anything about it. And you talk about his fiery personality, and obviously his son had a lot of that as well. Um, his son in gold touched off one of the wildest scenes in recent junior history, and AJ and I have shown that clip a number of times here. What do you remember most about that game? Uh, I remember uh, it was a playoff game. It was a, a it was a really tough game we were playing, and uh, I remember uh, that we had like a scrum. Uh, down low, we were in PK, and uh, that their goalie of Chikutsi went to the blue line, and their coach told the uh, told the goalie to go back into his net. And when Joe saw that, he he was uh, he was uh, he wanted to go. Obviously, he was a second goalie, so he wasn't a big uh, he was a second goalie, so he was a big part of that game. We were losing like seven one, seven one, so it wasn't. Uh, that important, and he just wanted to go put some momentum in that series, and uh, he went over the ice, and the goalie didn't move, so he just uh, just uh, did that, and uh, for sure, we all know he he regretted after, and uh, we had a, we had a, after that we got we got we had another incident that nobody talked about it, but uh, I got I got hit from behind, and they did another scrum, so it was a really. Uh, a really uh, exci- not not exci- exciting game because we lost the game obviously, but it was uh, it was uh, with a lot of uh, emotions and uh, we had a good rivalry against them, so it was uh, it was really hard to uh, not hard. Uh, it was really uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm I'm, get, I'm trying to get my award there. It was a good game of playoff, and uh, hopefully we we went to, to win that series after. Now, another interesting fact about your junior team is that you're a teammate of Angelo Esposito. And it's interesting to note, if you go back and look, you know, Angelo's production in the O 
fell each year from a high of 98 in his rookie season to 69. Yours increased each you know, successive year. You start out with 20 and ended up with 95. Yet Angelo Esposito's a first-round pick of the Penguins, and you go undrafted. Does that shock you at all when, when you look at that? Uh, not really. I mean, I was looking a lot. Of, when I was young, I was looking a lot at the ramparts, and I saw a guy like Angelo Esposito, and he has a bright future in, in front of him. So that's why he was... a. Uh, he had a bright future in front of him, and that's why he was a, a first rounder. I don't, I, I didn't see him playing in the, those past years, but I know he was a really good player when he was back in junior. And uh, me, uh, for myself, uh, I was a lot of uh, underdog they call. So uh, every year we're going through a season with uh, not a lot of expectation, and I, uh, my goal was only to surprise people. So. Uh, that's what I did, and I just uh, keep doing it. Well, it's interesting. You say that you surprise a lot of people. You take a look at your numbers in a Quebec uniform, and in 254 career games, you know, as we mentioned, 98 goals, 141 assists, 239 points. You average better than a point per game in playoff competition with 17 goals, 37 assists for 54 points in 52 postseason games. Those are really nice numbers for a free agent. What went into your decision-making process to sign with the Rangers, and what were some of the other options you had? Uh, I mean, for 20 years old, it's kind of hard to have a to have a really good contract. So New York was the first team. Uh, we had a I had a couple of other teams that was uh, interested in inviting me to their camps or something like that. But I wanted to be stabilized, and uh, New York was the first team to uh, do me an offer. And I mean, I got yeah, I got to jump on those offers and uh, prove to other people that I'm uh, worth more than that. So that's what I do the, this year, and hopefully uh, we'll be able to get another good contract. And you take a look at, at the success the Rangers have had with undrafted guys, Dan Girardi, who obviously just made the NHL All Star team, uh, to a lesser extent, Matt Gilroy he was pretty good here um, for the Rangers. You see Girardi make that all-star team as an undrafted player. Does that mean anything to you as one of those guys that went undrafted? Uh, yeah, obviously. I mean, uh, looking to, uh, to guys like that, uh, just uh, some extra motivation for uh, young guys like me. I mean, a guy like Girardi, undrafted, come, come, uh, you went to the AHL and just worked, hard, worked himself to the NHL, and after he... Just doing what he does best, and uh, that's an inspiration for me. I mean, that's what I want to do. So I want to keep working, and uh, hopefully one day I'll be able to play in the NHL. Now, you actually got a little taste of the Rangers camp under John Tortorella. What was that like for you? I mean, uh, New York Rangers is, is they, this year they're just amazing. They're, they're playing a hard working team every night. They have a Eric Lundqvist, that is uh, practically a wall in, in that goalie. So, I mean, they're really fun to watch and uh, to be in a winning team. To be uh, able to one day play in a winning team it must be the greatest feeling ever. So, I hope they go all the way, and I hope one day I'll have my chance with the Rangers and be in a winning team and go, uh, go fully win a Stanley Cup one day. And what's a transition like? You know, we talk to a lot of young players that, that come out of juniors and, and, you know, when they turn professional, 
and go to the AHL. What's that transition like for you, and what is the difference between you know playing juniors and playing in the AHL? I mean, obviously, when I was in junior, I was uh, living at my at my mom's house in Quebec City. <laughs> so for sure, it uh, it was different. You know, uh, here you have to pay your bills, uh, do your meals, uh, some couple of stuff like that. You're only on your own, and uh, you uh, help each other out. Uh, so hopefully, this year I was uh, I was really happy to be with. with one of my best friends and uh, ex-teammates, uh, Ryan Borg, for the two past years. So I was, uh, I was happy to come in and do an apartment with him and uh, be able to uh, share that experience with him. Now, you've had success this season. You make the AHL All-Star team. You score a goal to assist in the game. You do well in the skills competition as the fastest skater. What did making the All-Star team mean to you? I mean, it was a really great honor to uh, be on that All-Star team. Uh, Obviously, I wasn't expecting some uh, something like that in my first year, and uh, I was happy that that uh, that happened because I mean I opened some eyes, and uh, I'm trying to build the name uh, on top of that. So I was really happy, and uh, it was a good honor. I had a lot of fun over there with my family, so I was uh, I was re- really privileged privileged to uh, to be there. Now, we asked this same question of Devo and Tim Erickson a few minutes ago. The Whale have had an up-and-down season so far. Awful January. Turned it around again in February. All that aside, you guys are in first place in the Northeast Division by two points ahead of Bridgeport. What are your short-term goals with the Whale and your long-term hockey goals? Have you set any timetable for yourself as far as getting to the NHL? No, I don't set some goals like that. I mean, I'm just... Me, uh, for right now, I'm, um, I just want to win hockey games with the whale, uh, learn uh, learn to uh, win a lot of games, and uh, just uh, be good every night. Just bring uh, everything I can every night. And uh, I'm, not, I'm not looking like uh, in a couple of years, I hope I make the NHL in two years. I'm not looking at that. I'm just trying to get better every day and just work hard and ask uh, maybe things are going to happen. Now, for Ranger fans who might have been, you know, not focused on training camp and, you know, didn't really see some of the preseason games, uh, how would you describe your game? Uh, uh, I mean, I think I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a small player. I think I have a pretty good speed. I'm, I'm tough on my, on my skates. I, have a, I think I have good hands and I have good vision. And uh, I like to be creative when I uh, I'm in the offensive zone, and I'm able to play in the two in the two of the zone. So uh, I mean, uh, I think I could say myself I'm a com- complete player for that, for being able to play in the in the two zone. Who was the the one player you looked up to as a kid? Who was your favorite player growing up? It was Joe Sakic and uh, Mark Bansell. He was a he was a good inspiration for a small guy like us. Now, you look in that locker room in Connecticut, you see lots of NHL veterans, guys like Sean Avery, Walski, Wade Redden, Aaron Voros, who was just released after a tryout, uh, Eric Christensen before he was traded, uh, guys like Matt Zuccarello and Chris Newberry, guys who have spent some time at the NHL level as well. When you see all that talent, guys that have been at the NHL level and now back at the AHL, does it make you 
sit and think how tough it is really to, to make the NHL and stay up at that level? Yeah, obviously. I mean, uh, for sure it's, it's hard to get at that level, but what's the hardest is when you get there, you got to stay there. It's, it's not an easy job, and uh, you got to always work every day, work your spot more, and uh, I think you... you I saw some extremely good players uh, down here in the uh, with the whale. So, I mean, for sure you gotta stay positive and uh, and uh, make the best of it when you have the opportunity to go up. Uh, just play good and uh, after uh, hopefully you're able to stay there for uh, the longest time you can. Uh, a couple of questions from the chat room, one of which is a big Connecticut Well fan, season ticket holder. He wants to know if, when you were younger, if you got to see some of the AHL games in Quebec, because he says they had female ushers there and they were the best in the league, he said. Ushers. Okay. No, I don't, I don't remember seeing the AHL in Quebec. I think it was the Stadel of Quebec. Yes. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, but uh, I probably went when I was, like, really young, so I don't really remember uh, players there. All right. One of the questions that we ask every season when we do the show is that hockey at its core of all the sports is the one truly, you know, team sport. Uh, it's all about chemistry, the way players look out for each other and play together. The AHL is that stepping stone to the NHL, and while you guys are playing against the opposition – you're also, in some respects, playing, competing against each other for the coach's eye, the organization's eye. How do you walk that fine line of trying to be the best player on the team in a team concept game because your ultimate goal is to get to the NHL? So how, how do you walk that fine line? I mean, uh, you gotta, obviously, you got the best, the, the best way to go up, I think, is to be a team player, play for each other next to you. And if you're able to show that to uh, your coach, your organization of the NHL team, wherever you want, you are, uh, I think they will like that and they, they will give you a chance for that. So, I mean, for for my part, I think you have to be a, to be a good team player, play good, and uh, help the team winning. And when the team's winning, uh, everybody's happy and... Uh, the organization's happy, so you're able to uh, you're able to uh, to work yourself up in a certain way. And one of the other cool things about Jonathan is he's got his own website. So a uh, couple of things: you know, you have your own website and you have your own Twitter account. Uh, how did that come about, and where can fans that uh, weren't aware of the fact that you have a website find that? Uh, yeah, a couple of fans in Quebec City was. Uh, I noticed was following my website, but it's uh, my my father and my father, but now my brother bought the company. It's a company of a uh, website, uh, marketing, communication, and uh, publicity stuff like that. So, and they start doing some uh, websites from some uh, different athletes, and uh, he started with me, and uh, some uh, some other athletes saw that, so and they're happy to have their own website, and it's good. Uh, it's good for you for other people to uh, follow uh, some careers. So, I mean, uh, that's why we basically done that to have a to people who can follow my career uh, always, and uh, I think it's a pretty good idea. 
Yeah, it's very cool. You get to see it, and he also tweets out a lot, which is a lot of the players, okay. the current players, are doing that now. But not during the game. No, not during it's the game. <laughs> All right, Jonathan, we appreciate your time tonight. We look forward to seeing you at Madison Square Garden in the real near future. Uh, and uh, as Keith said in the chat room, he says, please win the Calder Cup for the whale. Perfect. Thank you. All right, Jonathan Audie, Marshawn. Thanks so much. Thank you, Bob. Right. Good night.